Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can, too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today, we're going to talk about the art of being frugal. This is one of my favorite conversations. Sometimes you just want to spend less, and that can help you on your way to your journey to becoming financially independent. So let's start about being frugal. Being frugal is sparing or economical with regards to money. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're cheap, but that you are doing things maybe efficiently. I like to think of it more as efficiently. I think frugal has become a bad word over time to, to mean somebody that is cheap. But I think if you are if you really look into it, I think it's something that you can be proud of. I mean, I'm, I have no problem saying that I'm frugal, but I know other people that probably don't want to come off as being frugal because maybe they that doesn't fit their image. So frugal is a state of mind. It's about financial security. It's about not being retail for anything. That's one of the things I like to say. And I'm sure my children would tell you growing up all the time that I do not like paying retail for anything. To me, that means I'm being frugal or using my money to the best of its ability. And have having fun by paying less. So it's kind of a game with me. Yeah, I mean, you can be frugal. Make it into a game where you, you kind of look for the best deals and stuff. I know, it, you know, on some things it doesn't matter. I mean, I enjoy going to the grocery store and not having to worry about too much about what I'm putting in my basket. But at the same time, you know, it's always fun to find a, a sale or a deal. Sometimes it just makes me happy. It's a strategic approach to money. So being frugal is you kind of in a money mindset that you're, you don't want to waste anything. You want to make sure you get full value for your money. And so yeah, the, being frugal is also about asking why. Why are you making a purchase? You know, sometimes maybe we just like to go shopping. I'm not really one of those, but I knew, know people. I have friends and family that, that do enjoy just going shopping for the sake of shopping. And that's not me. So maybe they're not going to be frugal. But, I mean, maybe there's ways to make that frugal, too. And then, finally, it helps you focus on what's what's important to you. I mean, if you subscribe to the minimalist or essentialist type of lifestyle, you may want to question whether you need redundancy in a lot of things or if you need a bunch of extra clothes or shoes or something else. You know, those are the physical things. It could also be for services, too. You know, I always like to find a good deal on, you know, what's, you know, services being provided, whether it's a massage or, you know, maybe a spa or something like that, you know. So it's it's not just about you know paying. I don't want to pay full retail for anything. So it's it's kind of a state of mind. That's what I mean. So so why why be frugal? Well, it helps you live within your means. So one of the main things about being frugal is living below your means. Actually, so if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year but you only spend seventy, then you're able to to you're able to save the other thirty, and then that can help you become you know financially independent and and maybe even retire early at some point. But there's always going to be that that buffer that's going to make you feel safe. Uh, you don't carry a lot of debt, you know. I mean, one of the things about being frugal is is you want to pay cash pretty much for everything. Now, there's going to be big ticket items that you're going to want to probably maybe finance if you're not able to, like houses and cars. But um, you know, the idea, the whole mentality is that you don't want to carry debt; that you're just paying for what you need as you go, so you can continue to save and save up for those bigger items. It helps you focus on what possessions are important to you. Again, this goes back to the minimalist or essential type of lifestyle. You know, if you need just the bare minimums to make you happy, you don't think that that possessions can make you happy, or, or, or not too many possessions will make you happy. Maybe even stress you out. Maybe you have to buy a bigger house because you have too many possessions, or if you get a storage unit. 
I think you're going to find most frugal people probably don't have storage units, right? So it goes back to that kind of mindset. It allows you to focus on what possessions are important to you. So if you don't have as many things, then you can appreciate and spend more time with what possessions you do currently have. So, and maybe hopefully that's going to lead to better quality of life, you know, and you're thinking about that, you know, that you're allowed to buy quality over quantity. Maybe you don't need, you know, 27 shirts. Maybe if you have seven that are, are very nice and high quality, you can, you can afford to spend more on the few that you do have, as opposed to just having a whole bunch of cheaper stuff. You know, and sometimes I think in this world, you know, we want to go for the cheaper stuff because we have lots of it and then we we'll have to take care of it. Well, this mindset, you're going to be a little bit more over quality. So if you're investing in quality or shirts that make you feel really good, then I think you'll spend more time with them. You'll appreciate them more and you'll take care of them better. Yeah. It'll help you be more self-sufficient, right? Because you're, you're constantly questioning, you know, whether you need to make a purchase or not, or if that purchase is what, what, what's the value in making that purchase. So it, you'll be self-sufficient. It'll help you to be more environmental. And, you know, when you're buying less things and you're having to throw away less things, then that can that can help the environment as well. So being frugal can be environmentally friendly if you want to look at it that way. And you get the joy of never paying full price. Did I mention this already? Uh, one of the things that I really love is not paying full price. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a little game I play. Even with, with the, some of the latest technologies and stuff, even Apple products, I mean, I, I can wait for it to go on sale. I mean, Apple even sells it on Amazon, and usually it's not at the full price. But if you go to the Apple store, it, it is going to be full price. So getting the same thing. Now, I may not be able to get the latest and greatest at the time it comes out. But that's okay. You know, I don't know if it's important enough to me, and I and I bought quality stuff before that, so maybe I can wait a little bit for those latest features until they do go on sale. You know, a little bit later on in the cycle that they come out. So, and then you learn to no longer impulse buy. You know, all those places you go to, all those stores that have all that stuff near the register that makes you want to just grab. I think it's. Uh, I kind of pride myself on that, making sure. You know, there used to be a time where I'd grab a candy bar, I'd grab something small, you know, and you get it, and now. It, it, it's almost been, I don't know how many years since I've done something like that. And and most of that is the mindset that if you want something, you know, spend some time with it, sleep on it. Now, little things I get, you know, sometimes those impulse buys are, are small and they're not going to break your bank and all that kind of stuff. But it's kind of the principle to matter. But anything that's over maybe a hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars or whatever you subscribe to is, is a, a lot of money then maybe you don't buy it the day of. Maybe you give yourself a few days, wonder what you're going to do with it. How's it going to imagine yourself with whatever it is you're wanting to do and then see if it's going to bring you that full value of what the cost of it is going forward. So maybe you can push back on those impulse buys if you just get away from the attraction of the immediate need. So it's something, maybe a discipline you could work on. It's like working a muscle. You know, I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. So, so what are some ways that we can be frugal? Some of the ways is what we were just talking about, understanding your why. Why are you making a purchase? Why do you need this service? Why why are you willing to trade money that if it's active income that you spent your time and sweat, you know, earning, is it worth what you're buying? I mean, and, and do you understand why you're doing it? Or are you just kind of doing it unconsciously, you know, because we live in America, we need to consume, consume, consume. Maybe you start to challenge that a little bit. So understanding your why of why you're making the purchase or for the goods or service is, is something that you can push back on. Uh, another way to become frugal is creating a spending plan, right? If you're tracking how the money is coming into your into your your 
be into you, into your wallet, and then how it's going out, I think you're going to be, you'll have a better picture of whether you are being frugal or not. Are you living below your means? Are you able to save money and, and plan out and take more quality trips and, and buy more quality stuff because you're not buying everything all the time? And then you know, set up a plan of getting out of debt. I mean, that's one of the things that I continue to do. I have a couple of big ticket items that I'm trying to get rid of right now. But uh, eventually, I do want to be totally debt-free. I mean, to me, that you become financially independent when you don't owe anything and you have a lot and you're not living paycheck to paycheck. So luckily, I've been able to get away from living paycheck to paycheck for several years now. And it's a great feeling. So the next thing is for me to check out the boxes to pay off all the rest of the debts that I have. So that's something I'm, I'm setting up a plan for. And that's part of the frugal lifestyle. And then use cash whenever possible. I know that cash is, and I just did an episode on this, cash is not king anymore. A lot of places, I mean, there's, there's, there are places that no longer take cash at all. You know, some of your higher end stuff or sports stadiums or concert venues. But when you can, maybe use cash because it's going to be a visual reminder of how cash is moving in and out of your life, right? Whereas a debit card or a credit card, a swipe is going to feel the same whether it's a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or ten cents. You know, in in a lot of places won't let you do ten cents anyway. But I mean, when you're when you're handing over cash, it, I think there's a there's a mental thing that goes on where you're like you're trading pieces of paper and coin for something. So I think that's part of the being part of the frugal lifestyle. So if I can use cash, a lot of times I will use cash going forward. So and then don't pay full price for anything. Uh, did I mention this before? Yeah, I mean, paying full price, it's a little game I like to play. So if I can avoid it, I know sometimes I can't, but but if I can avoid it, maybe and if it takes just a little bit more effort or I have to go to another site or something like that, then maybe you know I get a little bit of a joy by not paying full price for anything. Uh, check out your, your cancel or delete subscriptions you're no longer using. If there's something you haven't used in a couple of three months, maybe even a gym membership, then maybe it's time to get out of it. Maybe you don't want to use it anymore. And if you if you have too many services, too many streaming services, and you're not watching any shows on them, you know, feel free to turn them off for when you're not using them. And if and if the next show that you want to see is coming out, then maybe do your subscription again. Uh, so there's a, there's going to be a little bit of a you know, I know people they get they get complacent with that, but you are going to be able to save a few bucks and and mentally be able to use that somewhere else, maybe something for a little bit more quality, or save it up on a vacation. So check your subscriptions on a regular basis. Uh, another thing about being frugal is is selling thing stuff you don't need. There's there's lots of websites, you know, Craigslist, all kinds of things out there where you can sell stuff that you're not using anymore, or maybe trade it in. So maybe look around, see if you got too many too many things and you want to start cutting down, maybe live more minimalistic or, or essentialist. Then you know now's the time. Maybe sell some of that stuff and help get rid of that other debt. Consider downsizing. This is something that my wife and I decided once the kids left the house. We had a bigger home when we had the kids, and then we decided to go down into a condo. So that's that's something that may, you may want to consider if you have less space. There's less space for things to be in. So maybe consider that going forward. Consider downsizing your house. I know a lot of people during the you know the the coronavirus at, were actually upgrading everything, but uh, maybe you should consider downsizing and go against the the norm of what other people want. Now, if you're a small family, that's not going to make a lot of sense. So, you know, it really, it depends on where you are in your life, I guess, and when you consider to downsize. Meal prepping and planning, so not eating out near as much, maybe spending your dollars a little bit better 
at the grocery store and doing some meal prepping. There's uh, lots of YouTube channels out there. There's lots of lots of good resources for how to do this. And you may find that you're going to have some fun with it and you're going to eat things that are healthier for you and you're going to spend m- less money, right? And then, uh, as I said before, sleeping on large purchases, if you have a, an amount in mind, so you know, for us, it's probably a few hundred bucks. If I'm going to spend a few hundred bucks, I'm not going to impulse buy it. I don't want to, I'm not going to buy it right then. I'm going to go home. I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to ask myself a few questions. Why do I want this? What am I going to do with it? Am I going to be tired of it in a week? You know, those are just things that I do to help me to stay frugal going forward. And then, you know, make sure that you have things that if they do bring you joy and you do have to spend, you know, full price on it, that's fine too. As long as it brings you joy. What you don't want to do is buy something full price and then it doesn't bring you joy for whatever reason. So, in recap, frugal or sparing or economical with regard to money. So not paying full price if you can help it any any time. You know, knowing that frugal is a state of mind, and sometimes I think it's had a negative kind of vibe to it, but I personally think frugal is the new cool. I think it, I think it's cool to be frugal, that you're spending your money efficiently and you're and for things that really bring joy to you as opposed to just spending money mindlessly going forward. And then why why be frugal? I think it's going to help you with become financial independent over time. It's going to help you assess why you spend your money. It's going to help you, you know, determine whether you're living beyond your your means. If you have a spending plan, you'll be able to see that plainly on your spreadsheet or whatever software you're going to use to do that. And then how to be frugal. I mean, understanding your why I think is the biggest part of this. Creating that spending plan, you know, setting up a plan to get out of debt if you still have debt, using cash whenever possible. You know, sell stuff you don't need, cancel and delete any subscriptions you're not currently using, maybe even consider downsizing if you're at a point in your life where maybe you're trying to have less stuff lying around, maybe that'll bring you more joy, and then sleeping on big purchases. What am I forgetting here? Do you like being frugal? What ways do you enjoy being frugal? What did I miss? Reach out and let me know. Hey, there's an opportunity now to help me with this podcast going forward. If you want to support me on a regular basis, check out the link in the in the notes here, and maybe reach out to me. I'd love to hear you. Uh, I've, I've got uh, I've got an email, townleytech at gmail.com. I've got LinkedIn at Sean Townley. I've got uh, Twitter at Sean Townley. I'm thinking about maybe even trying some TikTok videos, see how that goes, see if I can get the promotion going a little bit better than that. But I'd love your support. And of course, if you do offer some support, I can certainly do a shout out, maybe hear your name on the next podcast. Just let me hear from you. Until next time.